her to play chicken with the oncoming car. And not just any car, but a black and white with a row of flashing lights on top. Fortunately, it veered off to the shoulder of the road before they had a head-on collision. Unfortunately, there wasn't much shoulder to the road. In her side mirror, Bree watched in horror as the sheriff's car sideswiped a couple of fence posts before coming to a dust-spitting stop. It didn't stay stopped for long. In a spray of gravel and sagebrush, the patrol car whipped around and, with lights flashing and siren blaring, came hauling butt after them. Or not them, exactly. Elvis quickly slowed and pulled over. Bree was the only one who kept going. And she wasn't sure why. Part of it was that she wasn't willing to cause her family any more embarrassment by getting a traffic ticket. The bigger part was the same thing that had gotten her in trouble in the first place. The screwed-up thing inside of her that seemed to feed on pure adrenaline and danger. And there was no doubt that being chased by the law was adrenaline-pumping and dangerous. It didn't help that about then a Miranda Lambert song came on the radio, and Miranda could make any good girl go bad. Bree's heart kicked into overdrive as the smart car inched back up to ninety. Of course, the roller skate-sized vehicle was no match for the black-and-white cruiser, even if the cruiser had a crumpled hood and dragging front bumper. Within seconds, it pulled up behind her. She glanced in a rear-view mirror. The man sitting behind the wheel looked like a typical Texas law officer. A tan Stetson was pulled low on a pair of mirrored aviator sunglasses. The scowl on his face reminded Bree of her brother's whenever she brought home a new boyfriend. Maybe that was why she kept going. She'd had to deal with arrogant men all her life. She didn't have to deal with this man. At least she didn't if she didn't stop. She might not be able to outrun him, but at forty miles to the gallon she could outlast him. Unfortunately, he turned out to be the type of man who didn't care to follow. Whipping into the other lane, he pulled up next to her and motioned for her to pull over with one rather annoying jab of his finger. Most people driving a go-kart of a car that was already vibrating from the excessive speed would have accepted defeat and pulled over. But most people didn't have controlling, dominating brothers like Breeze. So instead of following his hand signal, she chose to ignore him. Up ahead, a line of traffic had slowed for the flashing lights and siren, leaving the law officer no choice but to speed up and pull in front of her. It turned out to be a smart move. With the slow traffic on one side and a barbed wire fence on the other, he boxed Bree in, slowing down and forcing her to do the same. When they were finally stopped, he flung open the door and got out. She expected to see a big-bellied country boy. Instead, a lean cowboy unfolded before her eyes. A lean cowboy with broad shoulders and a wide chest that tapered down to a waist with not one ounce of fat on it. He wore a taupe sheriff's shirt that desperately needed a hot iron and faded jeans that had been washed so many times they hugged his lean, muscular legs like preschoolers to their mamas. A black belt hung on slim hips. While most law enforcement officers had a wide array of gadgets attached to their belts, this man appeared to have only two, a radio and a gun. He unhooked the safety on the holster of the gun as he strode toward her, like a predator zeroing in on his kill. 
some women might feel intimidated by such raw masculinity. Debris? He was just another arrogant man she had to deal with, something she had become somewhat of an expert at. Latching onto the first idea that popped into her head, she threw open the door and jumped out. Oh, thank God you showed up! She hurried toward him, prepared to do some major lying, when she tripped over a crack in the asphalt and ended up plastered against the man's chest. She now understood how a bug felt when it hit a windshield. The man was an unmoving oak tree of hard muscles. Instead of catching her, he just stood there in the middle of the highway with his boots spread wide and his hands at his side. Even in heels, Bree had to tip her head way back to meet her reflection in the twin mirrors of his sunglasses. She didn't exactly look like a scared woman. Her Granny Lou's straw gardening hat, also part of Bree's getaway disguise, sagged in loopity loops around eyes that sparkled.